the cold open. All right, I just love how it's become a meme now, you know? Like, it's just... <laughs> yeah, definitely not putting that in the, in no, the cold no. open. <laughs> we'll get canceled before we've even begun. Ugh. Looks like you've been missing a lot of work, Wayne. I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've come to do. Great, let it lie. That's my policy. Bye. Doc, you don't just walk into a store and, and buy plutonium. I'm sorry, Dave. It's an animal. Ma'am, I'm sorry to have to tell you, your son is watching check. Okay, here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Loose Concept, the loosest conceptual movie podcast on the internet. My name is Elijah Smith. Thank you for listening. Joining me today from across the internet, not Sean Mackey. He's not, yeah. He's, uh, he's on vacation. He's out off the grid somewhere. Apparently no internet access. So joining me first and foremost, the sultan of saying things into a microphone, the one and only Rudy Rudolph. Buddy, what's going on? Listen, if this uh, show goes completely off the rails and is a total dud, we have to pay Sean more money, I guess. It's just going to be... <laughs> It's his best negotiating tool. What I want to know is, where did he go on vacation that he doesn't have internet or access to, you know, any way of contacting us? Yeah, he's deep in the woods of Boston. Yemen. <laughs> Yemen. <laughs> Greenland. <laughs> Greenland? In a bunker somewhere. He's off the grid. He's up in Nova Scotia. Yeah. Prince, Nova Scotia? Prince Edward's Island. <laughs> Shout out, Nathan. Yeah, so, well, .net, don't worry, our listeners, don't stress out. You're not just going to be listening to Rudy and I talk back and forth for the next um, four hours. No. <laughs> Sean told us he wasn't going to be available, so we brought him back up. Hang on. I had to adjust my headphones. I'll edit this out. Will you really? Sometimes he doesn't. You guys are always talking about <laughs> Edit that out. Edit that <laughs> out. Is, that one's really probably really coming out. Love we'll it. see. You got you know, you to listen to it. Feel the vibe. This guy's a true listener here. I love it. A true listener. <laughs> a true legend. Sitting next to me in person, our backup guest, our pinch hitter. He's the freshest father in pharmaceutical Ooh. data. <laughs> he spent a year in silence just to better understand the sound of a whisper. <laughs> My brother-in-law, the one and only, Nick Jarrett. Nick, how What's is up? it going? It's good, man. It's good to be here. Welcome to Loose Concept. Hey, congrats, Nick. Yes, thank you. For those that haven't figured it out, I'm a, a new father. <laughs> My daughter, I'll have to ask my wife if I want that name edited out later. <laughs> we'll but yeah, we can bleep it out. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, bleep it. Or we could replace it with like a crazy name, like Elon Musk's child's name. <laughs> but that's great. Man. Hey, you getting any sleep? We're getting a good amount of sleep. It's we've we've been in a good. I, I feel like you. I'm saying all of the things that new parents end up saying, which is like, <laughs> yeah, we got a routine going. <laughs> Just um, the generic talking points. <laughs> really, really, really feeling it sliding into the routine here. It's been a lot of moments where I just catch myself saying the things that I hear every parent say, and I'm just kind of like, ah! Yes, dude. <laughs> Have you bought a pair um, of like white New Balances yet? No, not yet. <laughs> Some Nike Air Monarchs. <laughs> I do have a grill now. Yeah, has a grill. <laughs> so I can't... A nice set of tongs. <laughs> yeah. He's got like the nice tongs and then the like for when guests are over and then the, the just the regular everyday tongs. I just have one set. Oh, just one yeah, set. I'm still, okay. uh, still peasant. You're not too far down the rabbit hole yet. No. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, glad to have you. Yes, yes, yes. We've been looking forward to this for quite some time. 
I've had this this movie that we're going to discuss on the books for a while now. I think actually the first two people who actually said they wanted to come on the pod were Nick and Levi. And they were the first to get back to me with movies that they actually wanted to do. But uh, then coronavirus happened and Nick's wife, my sister, had a baby. His wife had a baby. <laughs> so things things just got a little carried away. So he wasn't able to be the first guest, but he was the first one of the first to reach out. So I'm pretty stoked to have him. Um, but yeah, segueing into our first segment then. This is a little bit of a surprise segment. You are aware that this one is coming. I am aware. No, no, this this one is oh, you're no. truly unaware. I didn't tell you about this one. We're talking fatherly advice with Nick Jarrett. <laughs> yes. What's a one piece or let, let's say what are two pieces of fatherly advice that you can pass on to our listeners? You know, we may have some listeners who may be becoming, you know, fathers sometime in the near future. Wow. So what's a, what's some advice that you would share share with them, or maybe some advice you would share with our listeners who may be becoming mothers sometime soon? You know, we're got a lot, vast vast swaths of people listen to the pod, so we're just trying to you know keep the people informed. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the words of the wise John Thatcher, who said, follow your feet. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> follow your feet follow to your lead feet. you is that uh, back home. <laughs> right. Spoiler alert for later. Um, oh, that's a that's a great <laughs> question. Um, I mean, that's another, like, you know, thing I find myself, like, when I start talking about having a baby, I start to, I feel like I find myself saying words as if I've like been doing this forever and I'm like an expert. <laughs> <You're> just, <that's laughs> Although all. it is true that a lot of my friends don't have kids, so I really like compared to them, I am kind of the yeah, expert. You're the old, the old legend. Oh man. Well, I mean, it's hard because it's like obviously right now I'm just taking care of this, this like you know, potato. potato. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I mean, more than a few people have been saying potato, and I don't know where I got that from, but I think many people have said that the screaming potato. Um, <laughs> So it's not like I'm like oh like uh, you know oh this is how you discipline them and <laughs> no no you got it no no disclaimers just lean right into it I'm a father now so I am now wise I yeah no that's right share that's some right. wisdom with us I, I have like a really serious a pretty serious one and then I'm, I'm trying to like think of like a a not as serious like lighthearted one but maybe I'll give this serious one now yeah, and then yeah. you can like edit that later so uh, make it swap more them around maybe you can do that work work your magic. You got to be in a really, you got to have a really strong marriage is what I would probably start with. Cause it's definitely Ooh. like, it's hard enough, even if you have a strong marriage, which I would, you know, say, thankfully I can say that. But I, I think the thing that like my wife and I have constantly said is like, when we've had really tough times, we've been like, I feel like I'm just going so serious. This podcast all the time. It's like, oh, this is a serious pod. <laughs> it's loose, wow. but we've been, notes. we've been looking to branch out into a more serious audience. Oh, right. So this is perfect. <laughs> Um, no, but it's like, sometimes we like kind of laugh and we just think about like how people that like don't have a strong marriage, like must handle this, some of this stuff. And we just, it's kind of, I chuckle to think about that, but yeah, I mean, that'd be one thing, you know? Um, I think you gotta like, you gotta like have to force yourself to enjoy it too. Sometimes even when you're not particularly like forced enjoyment. I don't know, because like it is such a beautiful thing. You, you don't really have. You sometimes have to just kind of. Like, I think. Stop uh, and... I think every listener of this podcast can uh, relate to forced enjoyment. <laughs> but you know, sometimes you gotta like. 
Again, I feel like I'm saying the things I'm hearing parents say. You kind of got to... Um, <laughs> hey, the cliches are the cliches the place, for a reason. That's why they're a reason. Yeah, they're there for a reason. Um, you have to kind of move outside yourself. And, you know, like I could think of a time today I was like kind of working. I mean, it's hard because right now because we're both working at home and we're taking care. So that's like there's interruptions. Yeah. But you got to just kind of like... Sometimes you go like, okay, I'm going to focus on you for like the next like 15 minutes and... And then usually it's like, oh no, this is great. This is this is wonderful. Even though like five minutes ago I was like, yeah, I was, yeah. So you're saying <laughs> you gotta stay loose. Keep it. You gotta keep it loose. <laughs> keep it loose. Maybe. Yeah. Keep it loose. That's the advice. From <laughs> Nick. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> the fatherly <laughs> advice. This has been fatherly advice with Nick Jarrett. That's true, but also your schedule is going to change so quickly. Oh, like you're thinking you're about to do something, and, and it's fun. It's it's great, but then you're just like, okay, that's not happening. <laughs> All right, wonderful. And like, I can kind of understand like why like you know young parents do certain things like my parent my family was coming over one time and like one thing led to another and we're like all right emergency bath <laughs> just leave it at that man i hate when that happens to me so like they were ringing the door they were ringing the doorbell because we were upstairs getting her dressed and i like i like just didn't care <laughs> i was like they'll figure it out keep ringing yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's hilarious. Rudy's constantly taking emergency baths. Those emergency baths are just like, you know, I never want to take them, but I know that I must. <laughs> can't tell me, t- can't tell you how many times we've been recording the podcast, and Rudy's like, "Guys, you got to give me 15. <laughs> got to go take the emergency bath." <laughs> anyway, Word. moving into our uh, our next segment. This one is the one you were prepared for. Oh yeah, constructive criticism. <laughs> we have we like to do this with all our guests. Break down some areas where we could. Uh, improve the pod improve our improve. entire enterprise do you have any uh constructive criticism for us you could just replace me with sean going forward too that, oh. that could be an option. <laughs> imagine that if we had He's like no third co-host named sean sean's got no way to defend himself it's <laughs> perfect perfect move nick nick is actually the one who delivered round trip <laughs> tickets for sean to greenland <laughs> getting him off the grid so that he could take over his place and usurp his power. No, Sean, d- yeah, don't go. Oh, no, yeah, just go to agree, uh, go have fun for a week. Although on like a somewhat serious question, this isn't a this isn't a gotcha question. Ew. This is like a very sincere question. Have you actually changed anything based on anything a guest has said when you've asked <laughs> uh, <laughs> we just thought it was polite to you ask <laughs> no i get i did have one like i don't even remember what other cons- what constructive criticism we've been i only hear the good things I yeah the good things. a lot of people did say good things <laughs> we only I hear the constructive parts not the criticism just the <laughs> it's really just like a trojan horse to get you to uh, give us compliments right <laughs> right <laughs> well, well, who the, who used the sandwich Sam. 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 Oh, yeah. Sam, Sam just gave us two... Co- it was great. He just gave us two compliments, and he said something in between, and I didn't really listen to it. Can I think he- it was your take stink, Elijah. That's what it was. No. <laughs> Canadian sandwich. That. It's actually two compliments. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call a Canadian compliment sandwich. It's yes. just a com- two compliments with a compliment in the middle. There's no bad part. I had an idea for a kind of like... This isn't really like a constructive criticism, but I had an idea for a segment... Let's hear it. I thought you, you should, because you kind of referenced this once, but I was thinking about it with the, some of the movies. You should have a connections like Ooh. segment Ooh. where you try to connect the movie from the previous week to the one you're currently doing. 
I like that a lot. And I, I too. thought of a couple of a path. I feel like the one we're currently in is pretty obvious, but I thought I, like I, I spent all afternoon thinking about Space Jam 2 Inception, and I did think of a connection. That What was the Space Jam 2 Inception connection? So this one took me a while. Space Jam 2 I Inception I finally came connection. up with, I can show you, I can show you proof. Ooh. He's and got the Wikipedia Nick, Nick pages is, to Nick is, prove Nick it. Nick is pulling out a, a three-folded uh, poster board right now. <laughs> so third it's rock from the sun. Going, uh, strings going. Third rock from the sun had Wayne Knight and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Wow, there so it is. So that was the only connection I could come up with. There it is. Connections. Anyway. So this like one. We're going to have to workshop that. This one tonight would be. Heath Ledger. That was literally was how in, I thought of it. You were Heath talking Ledger about Inception. Was in and Dark Knight, and Chris Nolan did Dark Christopher Knight. Christopher Nolan directed Dark Knight. Right. Who also directed Inception. Connections. Connections. <laughs> I don't hate that. We're gonna have to workshop that segment. Well, on that note, I feel like I always say "well" on that note before I transition. I need to come up with new some new segues. segues. Better segues. That's called a self self constructive criticism. Figure out your segues, Elijah. Let's pivot into talking about something that is very dear, near and dear to my heart. A movie trailer that I saw in theaters the last time I went to a movie, which was months and months ago. Before the uh, before I saw Bloodshot in theaters, they played this trailer for a movie called Greenland, starring Gerard Butler, who's in my top ten favorite actors, I would say. Whoa. Oh. And so I've been waiting in this trailer. I saw it in theaters, and then I looked immediately went home because I want to watch it again. It was so incredible. And then there was nothing there. The IMDb IMDb page. I the I am. Am I saying that IMBD. Right? IMBD. IMDb. The IMDb I, page. It sounds I'm, really. I think good. of it as there's somebody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody named DB, and they're saying IMDb. That was. I don't know. What IMDb. I IMDb. The IMDb page just had nothing but the title and then the some of the cast. And then, you know, a few days ago, I was back on the website looking for some, some news to bring up on the pod, and lo and behold, there it was, the trailer for Greenland in all its glory. Wait, are some more pieces going to hit? Come on, let's go. But the sky's on fire. Two days. They got it all wrong. There's a ton of fragments. Planet killers. Space agencies are predicting an extinction-level event. We're going to be together, all right, kiddo? We're just trying to get to safety. They've been tracking the military flights to bunkers in Greenland. It's their only chance. Move back! Perimeter breach. Perimeter breach. Runway 33. Drop your weapons down! Allison! Nathan! Allison! We'll find him. It's okay. Clark's largest fragment will hit in less than 24 hours. I swear I'm going to get my family into that bunker. I know you will, son. Gerard. So I sent it over to you boys to watch, to give your takes on. So I was not aware that this was released in theaters. And my first question is, did you notice any difference? The movie didn't come out yet, but the or, trailer, but the trailer, the trailer was. came out yet. No, it was the same trailer. I was just wondering yeah. if like they pulled it and it was there were there changes. Reshoots. You know? I don't know. What if I don't like know. 
what if this whole movie ended in like a virus that killed everybody and they were like oh we gotta (laughs) gotta change that (laughs) no you think they would lean into that it's like prescient prescient like they Uh, i think weren't didn't they say like streaming numbers for contagion were up and like hmm. killer flu and all that stuff they yeah that's probably true but i think it's like I don't know, not trying Tone to get deaf. deep into coronavirus talk, but yeah, I think people, have, like at the beginning when it was only in China, it's like, oh, sweet, let's talk about <laughs> pandemic stuff, and then once it's like here and people are dying, it's like, eh, let's watch Tiger King. Yeah, you're probably right. Anyway. But yeah, I like the trailer a lot. It looks like pretty wild. I think the CGI is going to be uh, pretty awesome. You uh, you mentioned it, something that I thought as well from watching that we discussed it a little bit before we started recording but you brought up a point that was something that i thought in the movie theater as the trailer was going on which was i really hope some aliens <laughs> come into play <laughs> they gotta come out of those little like i want to see little pods that just like aliens yeah dog come out. that's really what it needs to take it over the like, top i think how how scary are rocks like really the enemy's gonna be rocks exactly falling <laughs> Like meteor storms. Well, it reminded me a little bit of like twenty, the movie twenty twelve. Yeah, like yes. with a different target. You know what it reminded me of is another movie about storms starring Gerard Butler, the uh, acclaimed thriller Geostorm, which came out like two <laughs> years ago, which had the plot a plot line that was pretty much the exact same. Yeah, when I, yeah, when when the scene where like they're in the car in the trailer where they're in the car and they see the storm going ahead of them, like you know. He's going to get in the car, he's going to throw in reverse, and he's going to be driving reverse as the little uh, meteorites nearly hit Dude, him. Dude, you gotta. That's the only way. Everyone knows that. Everyone yeah. knows that. I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm here for that movie, though. I'm think, I think I'm here for it. Gerard Butler is very an underrated actor. Underrated, like, just puts in good performances and solid movies playing the same character. But they're all come out solid, and I've never, you know, never, like, walk out of the theater being like, eh, that was disappointing. Like, you pretty much always, you know, it's not like, it's not like, a Thanksgiving feast where your your stomach is just like overflowing and you you've had so much fill you up, but it's like a nice it's a full meal. Yeah, it's a full meal. You know, it's leaving Chipotle after you eat a burrito and being like, ah, oh, you know, I feel full, <laughs> feel full. I'm not stuffed, but I'm full. Did the job. Okay. The that <laughs> Rudy disagrees. The has fallen Gerard Butler trilogy, Loki, very underrated, underrated movie trilogy. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. This is the kind of movie that when I watched the trailer and I watched the trailer for the first time that I, I knew absolutely nothing about this movie is definitely the kind of, I have this category in my mind for like a, oh, that'll probably be on Hulu and I'll probably watch it. <laughs> if not, <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to look up the plot when it's out. Like, <laughs> Read the Wikipedia page. Out. I'm not shelling out 15 large to go see this movie. Yeah. Go see Gerard Butler fight a bunch of meteorites. <laughs> Speak for yourself, dog. Speak for yourself. It's right up my alley. Can't think of a better way to spend fifteen bucks. <laughs> I mean, Chipotle Never. you could get a with Almost a drink twice. and chips and yeah. guac. That's probably run you. That's true, but I mean, I know I'm gonna be full either way. <laughs> Connections. <laughs> Connections. Well, I think it's about that time to uh, pivot once more. Oh man! Into the meat and the potatoes of the podcast, the feature film of the week. The one that everyone's been waiting for. Nick, you especially. You've been waiting for this for, for years. <laughs> Even before we had a podcast, 
Before I, I had one, a podcast, knew you knew one day there'd be a podcast that, that you would be able to talk about this movie on. <laughs> You've just been waiting for the right one to come along, the right chance. I'll let you do the honors and announce what are we talking about this week? Knight's Tale. I have the pride, the privilege, nay, the pleasure of introducing to you a knight sired by knights. William Thatcher didn't make the rules. He was born. I've waited my whole life for this moment. To break them. Yes! Thank you, I'll be here all week. Well, that was different. And you are? Ulrich von Lichtenstein from Gelderland. Sir Ulrich von Lichtenstein. I would have him win my heart. You're my favorite knight. He's won four tournaments in a row. On a horse, that man is unbeatable. You're just a silly boy with a horse and a stick. It's called a lance. Hello? If the nobles find out who you are, there'll be the devil to pay. And pray that they don't. Ulrich von Lichtenstein is not who he appears to be. They're gonna arrest you. A dozen royal guards. I love you. There's nothing else to do. Run, and I will run with you. I will not run! I'm a knight. I'm here to compete. We always just like hum the try and hum the loose concept theme song, <laughs> but I don't think either of us like I can never remember how it goes. I don't know how it goes until I actually listen to it, and then I know how it goes while I'm listening to it. And then as, as soon as I turn it off, I can't remember how it goes again. I just know there's like a, a thumping piano. And then there's like the Frasier. It's like a mix between Frasier and Seinfeld. Yeah. That's what I was going for when I when I started making it. Did you make it on like GarageBand? Yeah, dog. Are you kidding me, bro? That's like garage, good. That's garage solid. Banded it together. That's solid, man. It's, it's, it's like that OG IP. It's a good good little jingle. That like Sam's right when Sam said that it like gets him pumped to listen to a podcast. Yeah. Like it gets me pumped. It definitely like sets sets the, sets the table. I had one. Great I don't know if you remember that first version that I sent you was much more like podcasty. No, I don't remember that. I'll when to, did you, what did you I'll send have it to see if I can find it and resent it. I sent it. I think maybe I sent it via text. Well, this, this was like before we even recorded the first like practice episodes. This was like way back. It actually had the clip of uh, Saito saying. Or do you want to become an old man filled with regret, waiting to die alone? Dang. Yeah, I like that move, by the way. That's a great, uh, awesome touch. Putting the trailers in the, the actual podcast, the trailer yeah. sounds. Yeah. I was realizing it wasn't really working with the Inception one because most of the Inception trailers didn't have any talking in them, and they just had loud, Blah. <laughs> <laughs> So I had to find one that had like the most talking in it, so it wasn't a complete like bore to listen to on the podcast. But even a lot of the dialogue in Nolan movies, Nolan movies are very like it's pretty like choppy, whispery, yeah. and like you play it. That's true. Pretty minimal. Yeah. Wake anyway. me up! Wake me up! Like, but I didn't. Was that in the movie? Yeah. Which part was that in the movie? That's when. Uh the uh what do you call it the projections were attacking her oh, in one of the dreams that's right well quick note on the the other thing i noticed when i was watching those looking up trailers to put in the thing inception trailers to put in it was that uh 
the Inception, if you go back and watch the Inception trailers, they're really deceiving about like what the actual plot is of the movie. They're very, they make you think huh. it'd be about something totally different. So then I was like thinking about Tenet and I was like, these Tenet trailers are probably like completely different than what the actual storyline is. They're very like, love it. if you watch the Inception ones, go back and watch those. Mm. It's like, it could be a totally, it could be an advertisement for a totally different movie. I might have enjoyed it. it more if I had gone into it with that more kind of experience because I had seen it pretty late and I remember like distinctly my one like stoner friend it was like, dude, they like go in dreams. You should see it. And I was like, that was like, Whoa. well, they, stu- they they talk about that in the trailer, the dream thing, but they make it sound like the whole oh. movie is going to revolve around him stealing stuff from dreams Interesting. and not the inception, you know, part of it. So. You just thought that was interesting. I don't know if I'll put that in the actual pod or not, but interesting note on last last week's movie slash tenant discussion. Knight's Knight's Tale, a tale about knights. Nick, a tight snail. But Wayne Knight is not in this movie, unfortunately. Oh. Wait, just let's not get too too far into the recast or old. Just yeah. Whoa, whoa. Uh, right now he's not. Right now he's not. No. Oh man. No, but Nick, we'll start with you. Because you picked this movie out, what was yes. it about this movie that made that you were like, "This would be this is the one I want to talk about on the podcast for I, millions yeah. and millions of listeners across the the globe." I I think this is this is a very con. I've learned over the years this is a very controversial film for people. I think I like grew up thinking that this was a universally loved movie, <laughs> only to discover that it is not. <laughs> So I think like I've taken that with me and it's like turned me into an apologist for Knight's Tale. <laughs> and I know like we had a couple of other movies. There were a few other movies I suggested and we just both agreed like, oh yeah, this would be so much fun to yeah. talk about. Cause it, I mean, there is a lot to talk about, but it, I don't know. I think a lot of the movies you guys have discussed are ones that I think most of you are in like general agreement. Like, yeah, this is a pretty good movie, but this might be the one that... <laughs> You're probably both going to be there. Rudy sent me a text the other day that I, I think this was the one that broke him, but uh, we'll get into that later. Oh, please. I'm all I'm here for this. <laughs> Starting out, well, what do you think was the best part? So that's like okay. good re- rationale for yeah, discussing yeah. it, but the best. Best? You're going to have to like have some kind of like hand signal to just like cut me off so I don't go too <laughs> long. Or you could just edit it out later. You don't even have to yeah. don't hurt my feelings. Talk as long um, as you like. I feel like it's really cliche to say this movie has everything, but <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but in like a really yeah. one of either Sean or Rudy says that pretty much every episode. Right. So but you're fine. but think of it. I was thinking of it this way. It's a pr- it's actually a surprisingly long movie, and yeah. I feel like you could make five different cuts, like just by cutting things out, and oh, you yeah. could probably make it into like five different genres easily. Like you could make it into a comedy, you could make it into a romance, mm. you could make it into just like a. It's just a big sport, like a buddy, a buddy movie. Stew of a movie. <laughs> but I don't know. To me, it works. It's it's and and you know it doesn't take itself very seriously. You know, I'm not claiming it's like this masterful, like artsy film. Eh, that sounds like that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kind of movie I describe it as like, and I've actually had this happen several times where I'm like flipping through the 
channels on like a Sunday afternoon and it's on. I'm just like, I'm watching this. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. It's, it's not like one thing. It's so many things. It's so many little details. I just think every scene has just something that just makes me laugh that I just like. And I, I don't know. It's kind of circular. Like I like it because I like it. But <laughs> man, I, I said earlier. Uh, I think Nick sounds like Sean. He's even answering like Sean. <laughs> Hundred different things are the best thing about this movie. Love it. Love it. That's probably the most. That's yeah. So the movie it's just in a great itself. Movie. You just love this movie. Actually, if I could also add, if I could also add, I have a friend, Pat. If you're listening, I don't know. Um, he <laughs> shouts is, to Pat. Yeah, shouts to Pat. Um, he is a friend of mine. He's actually getting his PhD in medieval history. He, Whoa. Yeah, it's like spent time in England. He's like, apparently, maybe damage control next week. I'll, I'll tell you if this is wrong, <laughs> Elijah. Uh, he's like, apparently, like, was able to analyze some, like, like, this is crazy. Like, he was able to analyze some, like, documents from Richard the Lionheart that, like, no one had ever, like, seen. Like, it's, like, really like, crazy stuff he's telling me. I'm like, what Whoa. on earth? I asked him, I was like, have you seen this movie? And he immediately was like, oh, dude, like, we all got together and watched it. And, like, someone gave a lecture. Like, him and his, like, other history, like, <laughs> buddies. And, like, they love it. Like, he's like, yeah, in the medieval history community, this is, like, this is a top film. Like, we love it. We know it's oh dumb. Word. But he... He like he I, I asked him and I got like rows and row of rows of like messages Let's about go. it. It's pretty funny, but <laughs> dude, he, it's like the ultimate sources say. Like you have yeah. sources. This is like no, you, I mean, have, you, you have an actual source. source. You're the first guest we've had that has actual sources. But anyway, I just thought that was interesting. I actually wasn't expecting that, but he was like, "Oh yeah, we love the movie." You're like yeah, it's super cheesy, but I don't know. There's something kind of like authentic. It's 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 inauthentic, but there's something that's kind of accurate in the way it captures certain. There's just things. enough authenticity in it to make it make it work. Anyway, let's go over to Rudy. I just want to read this this text message I got from Rudy yesterday at 5:45 uh, p.m. Quote: I got to be honest with you guys. I'm having a hard time trying to find good things to say about a Knight's Tale. I don't want to make Nick feel bad. <laughs> no, no. So, Rudy, what, did, uh, what, were you, what were you able to come up with Was it, that was a, a best part of this movie that you clearly were not digging? Yeah, wow. I didn't know you were going to read that. <laughs> Get exposed. Um, we got to yeah. be honest with our guests. Oh, that's I could take it. I, it's not that this movie's like the worst movie ever. I think it's just, you know, when you hear that this <laughs> no, is like No, stand by your take. I'm pretty sure you also sent that to me that this is no, the worst movie ever. No, I didn't say it's the worst ever. movie ever. No way. But I think the best part about this movie, I think, is a specific scene. The scene where no one wants to joust. Is it Prince William or Prince Edward? Edward. Which Edward. Which is the prince. Yeah, that's pre- yeah Prince, prince Edward. Edward. He's, pre- he's pretending to be yeah. somebody else. And it's just like I think that's a cool story, like cool idea within the story, where you have this prince who's like royalty, who just wants to compete because he's like a competitive guy, and nobody wants to joust him because like oh I can't beat the guy who's like royalty, and everyone bows out, and then you know Heath Ledger's character is just like you know what screw it I'll I'll joust you because like you're 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 pretending to be somebody you're not, and I'm pretending to be somebody I'm not, so like we're there's like a lot we have in common, and that whole scene was cool that you know. Oh, there you go. He went at him. So, yeah. You must have texted me that before you got to that scene. Right? <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah, I was just up late till like, 3 o'clock in the morning last night thinking, oh, gosh, what do I say? <laughs> what is a good thing I can say about this movie? No. I'm going to break my own rules. I'm going to go with two things here. There's two Whoa. parts of that. There's best. I think just over a general sense, I think the, the whole, like, whole concept of the movie and the fact that a movie like this got made 
as just mm. like a good thing because I mean they don't make movies like this anymore where it's just some random movie that doesn't really fit into any one genre you look at most of the movies that come out now they're pretty like you can pretty clearly tell what the genre of the movie is and sort of like you were saying Nick this is could be a hundred different things and I imagine if you're watching a trailer you're like I don't know what's going on here but uh I think the fact that it was just like sort of a weird oddball of a movie that got made and was successful and you know has all these different aspects to it I think that's a good good aspect and it's very like I mean it's obviously like a a period swords and sandals piece but at the same time it's like I don't know they're playing David Bowie in it and stuff so it's it's unique there's nothing really else like it Um, but other than that the best the the real best thing the thing I kept smiling at while I was watching it was just Paul Bettany oh yeah I think he knocks it out of the park He's great. He's electric. Is that supposed to be like? Is he actually supposed to be Jeffrey Chaucer? I know it's not time for questions yet, but Chaucer. I have a yeah. I have an interesting answer that I could save for later, or I could just say it. Okay, now. save it for later. Say it now. So or say it now. The, the, <laughs> I, the I instant gratification. The idea. <laughs> I don't want to wait. My understanding is this is my podcast. I don't have to it. wait. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> my understanding is that there is a year. I mean, part of this is just like how we know about stuff in medieval history. It's, it's, you know, it's just based on the records, but there's like a year of Chaucer's life where we don't have any like record. Like, I don't know. Was he just at home and he just didn't do anything or was he like actually like lost or so like, I think, I think I read somewhere. Historically, this fits The idea is like, this is the year where like there was no record and they got the, well, because part of it is this is all like stuff that was in um, Canterbury Tales. And so the idea is he got the idea for that, like from this movie, like this, this, um, this story, like hypothetically. the story behind the Canterbury Tales. Ooh. There you go. Canterbury Tales. The Canterbury Tales. Which is obviously Fun. where the word fairy tale comes from. <laughs> yep. See, Rudy and I are scholars too. <laughs> That's called... just like cringing on the inside. He's just like, oh boy, <laughs> you're guys, my brother-in-law. These guys are idiots. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I can't believe my daughter is gonna have to spend her whole life this with is, this idiot this as an uncle. uncle. Yeah, and the idiot uncle. Stay away from Uncle Lige. <laughs> Stay away from Uncle Lige. Your intelligence will drop by forty percent every minute you're with him. No. Uh, well, Rudy, seeing as how you're not a fan, let's let's pivot Oof. to worse, and you can you can lead off hit on this one. What's the yeah. worst part about the movie for you? Yikes! I can only pick one, huh? <laughs> uh. This might be the first time someone goes over on worst parts of the movie. Yeah, I think uh, the thing that I. And I think Nick made actually a really good point that this is many different types of movies in one. So it would have been better if it had been like separated into different types of movies. The problem I had was like it's trying to be men in tights. It's trying to be like mm. goofy and silly, and it's trying to be like um, you know, you know, br- uh, this old timey, you know, swords and sandals with the new age music, which is just like. But then at the same time, it's also trying to be serious and like have like real meaning and and depth to it. So our our Rudy's and I mean so Nick and I's best is your actual worst. You didn't like the uh... yeah that just drove me crazy. I don't know. Starting like it's just because it's not it wasn't consistent. It was just like at one point they're doing We Will Rock You. At the next point they're doing like you know 
real metal work and sword fighting and it's all serious like oh who's gonna be who's gonna win the tournament it's like yeah shouldn't it just be jokes the whole time if you're gonna do jokes do jokes the whole time um but so like in to, to summarize and i don't know if this is even a good summary but just like the dance scene okay the scene <laughs> where they start out from the time where they start practicing dancing to the end of that dance scene in the hall where they're just like grooving i was just like <laughs> I had to skip. I was skipping. Like, it's like forty-five minutes of of the movie. Dude, right Elijah there. may or may not have gotten up at that point. I was. Yeah, I'll confess. I took a bathroom break. Real. See, I think that's the problem. Is like my enjoyment of the film is somewhat proportionate to how much they are like going wild with things like that. Exactly. That's where I just like I just start like like my I just like physically start like nodding. I'm like yes. Like I don't know the weirdness of it. <laughs> I think that's the thing for me. I've always enjoyed movies that just like bombed because no one knew what it was trying to be. I think all most of my favorite movies are like fall into that category. No, actually. I'm the same way. I think like I like I like being baffled by something and just being like I don't understand what's happening here. And like I think that's why Nick Cage is one of my favorite actors mm. because that's just like Nick Nick Cage as an essence. He's just like what is going on, and it, your brain like can't like figure it out. And I just enjoy that feeling of being confused by Nick Cage or by a movie. Or that's fine. I just it, it, it did like it wasn't just like a weird movie though. It was like trying to be a weird movie, but it was also trying to be serious, which yeah. is like I feel like misses the mark. But I've said my piece. I think it's also kind of an example of what happens when a director gets his way, like all the time too. <laughs> somewhat. That could be. Who directed it? Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> Christopher Nolan. He got his way, though. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, what's your worst? The movie, one of your all-time are, favorites. There are many flaws in this movie that I will, I'm, I will, I'm perfectly happy to grant. There's many little details that I wish weren't there. I, if I had to pick one, I'd definitely go with when he shouts it, when William shouts his name at the end in the last jousting. I just I, I it makes me so mad every time. It makes it makes no sense. Why would you say your own name? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you? He should have he should have shouted America like you know, yeah. the other guys. The America. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense. I mean, like he he's, he's been hiding his name the whole time. I mean, what else would you say? I don't. Yeah, like that that's actually something I thought about. Like I can't think of anything else. He could just like yell. He could just be like, like I don't know. <laughs> like he could say Gelderland, but he's not from. No. He's not. That's just a made-up place. Side. Yeah, yeah. What is he gonna say? I don't know. I yeah. Other I than my America. Yeah. Oh, well, father. And then, and then to make it worse, you actually like hear it twice because then it like rings. Yeah. And, like at, there's that weird scene that's like you pointed out is actually like in his imagination. Yeah, so after, after he gets knocked off, the one guy gets knocked off the course, the horse, he's just lying on the ground, but hes you can tell he's not actually on the ground. He's like clearly on like a box <laughs> raised up off the ground, and he's not actually in the dirt. I think it's a green screen. And it's really like disorienting, and I, I guess it's supposed to be some sort of like a dream sequence where he's dreaming of them looking over him, but like, I don't know, really strange choices. Yeah. <laughs> of which there are a lot of in this movie granted yeah. but uh but rufus rufus sewell i gotta say he i liked him in this movie dude yeah he's <laughs> he was on, my best he was on the list as a potential best for me yeah he, he's, a, he's a great actor he's very good very good leah my sister leah we were she was watching with us as well and she uh 
She said, can you imagine what it's like to just be born with a face that you know you have to play villains for the rest of your life? He does kind of have that look about him. Just a villainous, villainous like sort the, uh, of look. Smirk. I was going to say kind of like Christoph Waltz. It's like he's cast in this mold. Yeah. He can't be a good guy. My worst part, the worst part that bothered me was like Heath Ledger, or what was his name? Well, William, after he, uh, he starts like becoming successful and then he gets like really whiny because he wants to fight the uh, Adamar guy. Mm. And it's just like, and that's when he like drives away Jocelyn. Remember, like in the sort sort of in the beginning, middle of the movie, like he drives mm. away Jocelyn because he's like so like whiny about it. That's another like kind of minor thing. It's kind of like more overarching. Is like there's sort of three main things going on where he really wants to beat Adamar. He's trying to impress a girl, and he's also trying to like kind of like impress his dad, change his stars. And there's like those three things, and there's not they're not very smooth. Like I think they could. You know what I mean? They could have smoothed that out a little bit because he just yeah. jumps from one thing to the next, and it's kind of frustrating. He's like, "Oh, I don't care about this thing," but I, you know, yeah, he's like kind angry of at the, he's angry at the girl because he wants to beat the guy, and then he's angry at the guy because the guy is the guy that he's beating is like, you know, making fun of his father, and then he also he doesn't care about beating the guy because he wants to impress his father, and then it's just like, what's the motivation? <laughs> Yeah, kind of reminds me a little bit of also another Will. Um, was it hunting? No, no, no. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, what's his name in, in Pirates of the Caribbean? Where it's like he wants Will Turner. Turner. Will, Will Turner. Turner. He like it's like he stops everything. He's like, I have to save my dad, and then it's like he like did all the like with, he's got the girl, but he's just like, oh no, which is like, I mean, that's admirable. Save your dad. But yeah, that's like, definitely a worst. How he's God. like, you know, he just they're so he's so like. I don't know. Temperamental, you know? You want your good guy to be more, like, principled and, like, less sort of wishy-washy. And through the out the movie, he's a little more, like, dog, stop whining. It, it kind of made me feel bad for Watt and Roland because they're just, like, you know, first they just want to eat. And they're, like, okay, we'll go with you. And then he's, like, constantly changing. And they're, like, they've sacrificed everything. Yeah. And he's, like, no, I'm just going to lose. <laughs> Which I guess is kind of part of the get in the girl motivation though well i was gonna say it's like part of why he gets knighted in the end is edwards like oh your men are loyal i guess that's kind of important maybe there's more to that that i'm not seeing well let's pivot once more into a little segment we like to call cut a scene add a scene nick knows how to do the segment he's a big time listener (laughs) now this segment one more time now that i'm actually here I'm getting cold feet. I'm I'm not I might need a little help. Yeah, just so you're you're fully prepared. You cut a scene out okay. and you add a new scene in. Just purely hypothetical. Like you're a film editor. Think of it like you're a right. film editor. Nick, what do you got? What scene are you cutting out of this movie? So I think once is exactly the number of times we need to see Paul Batani's butt. <laughs> <laughs> so I would probably cut out that sec the scene where he's like i don't i feel like they were trying to do more and i don't know why they spent so much time explaining that i'm simon the summoner and i'm i forget what the other guy's name is like i just didn't understand like are we supposed to know who that is like yeah it didn't make sense to me but anyway but then he's like i don't know that they're right in the middle of the tournament it just like stops all the energy of that of that sequence cold i thought those two guys the gambling dudes collecting debts i thought they were Peter the partner 
Oh, is that? I thought there was some like literary significant or like some literary Easter egg where those guys are like in the Canterbury Tales or something. I think you're right. And he's like, he actually did write about two yeah. guys who are just like, you know, scum of the earth dudes. And he, that's what yeah. he's referencing. He was like, I will, you know, destroy you in fiction or something like that. Yeah. I remember someone like a long time ago giving me some, you know, Wikipedia line about that, but. I was too lazy. To I was look going it up. to look that up before this recording, and I did not. Something there's something there. Okay, so you're cutting out. Uh, I cut out that whole scene. It's just, I mean, you kind of have to know that he has a gambling problem, but you could probably do it other different. Yeah, things. like there's a shot when they're walking into the city, and he's looking yes. over his shoulder at them playing dice. Like you can tell, it's obvious, you know, right away. Oh, he's got a gambling issue. I would in that in its place. I would add. This is one of those movies where I get confused with like whether the, the deleted scenes are actually part of the movie or not. Um, so like there's a few deleted scenes that I really like that show a little bit of competition between Adamar's Harold and Chaucer Ooh. that I think are pretty funny. So like, like you get a battle, you get a, yeah, no, it's very much like that. Like the Adamar's Harold will do his speech and Paul Batani kind of like walks up. I'm mixing up the actor's names, but the, the Paul Batani will walk behind him and just be like, Puh. and then he like does his speech <laughs> And that's why, like, you, you see some of it where he's, like, doing the light. Uh, yeah. His eyes, which is actually where they like, get that weird line about, like, defending his manhood. Because he's, like, I think he actually, like, mixes up the words from a previous speech. And you actually understand uh. where. And then you can see where Adamar's Herald in the end is, like, clearly trying to sound like yeah. Chaucer in the end. So I just I think those scenes are really great. And I wish that they, so more, I would add those. Because I, the I think they're pretty great. More banter between the two. Weird. Rudy, so you mentioned, go ahead. Yeah, the goof factor. Uh, so, yeah, that dance scene, I'm totally content. <laughs> Chop that whole thing out. Like He's gone. 30 minutes. You'll save 30 minutes, and it'll st- the movie will still be too long, but at least you'll <laughs> save 30 minutes of your life. Uh, in its place, <clears throat> like, I agree with uh, – Williams boys that he was like a much better sword fighter like jousting's cool and all but like the sword fighting scenes that's that's mm. you know you see it in Pirates of the Caribbean which you already mentioned I, I thought he was like I love those sword fighting scenes and I would really like to see like a more dramatic sword fighting scene like maybe something where like someone's honor gets hurt and he yeah. has to like take someone out hmm. you know he, sh- he shouldn't have withdrawn from the sword challenge him and yeah. Adamar should have Oh yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been cool. Maybe he like wins the sword fight, but then beats him in the joust. Adds a little more dynamic yeah. to the film, movie. I feel yeah. Um, my cut. I'm cutting out some of those middle tournaments where he's like traveling around, but Adamar is not there, and it just seems like there's it's a little long. Maybe you squish it down into a montage. There's this. There's the section obviously where she asks him to lose and then win for her is like kind of a snooze fest it's just there's a lot of like just random tournaments going on in between that i feel don't need to be there so i'm cutting out some of those um and i'm adding in something that was actually cut in the ori- the actual movie and that's heath ledger's dreadlocks <laughs> adding them back <laughs> yeah. in literally cut <laughs> yeah why, why are they cut should have rolled with the dreads the whole movie i saw that in the beginning i was like what like what did anyone have dreadlocks back then like is that a real thing (laughs) Heath Ledger did cultural appropriation at its finest they also 
I don't know when, but Hollywood just decided he was going to be blonde in every movie. Does he after, actually have blonde hair? After, no. Oh, really? No, after, I think it was Patriot. <laughs> they saw his you luscious now, locks, and they're like, blonde. you must be blonde in every... It's part well, of his speak, contract. Speaking... Yeah, speaking of hair dyeing, the guy, his boy, uh, what's his name, Watt? Alan Tudyk? Alan Tudyk. Tudyk? He is not a ginger. He has, he has blonde hair. Yeah. What was up with that decision? <laughs> <laughs> what was he in, Alan Tudyk? What's his, like, he is in... Uh, Dodgeball. Oh, his Dodgeball the one. He is also in, um, he There's does the of voice of the droid in Rogue One, I think it is. Wasn't he... He was a bird, a rooster, a bird in Wana, wasn't he in that? Maybe I've never seen that one. I don't have. A, I don't have a daughter. He's so. kind of become a little bit like Andy Circus, <laughs> and that's like, oh, Andy Circus voiced the. It's yeah. this like dumb little thing that he's just famous know. for his voice work. Yeah, Alan Tudyk, Tudyk, however you say his last name. Tudyuk, I don't know. Tudyuk. Um. Speaking of Tudyk, 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 Tudyk. I'm, I'm recasting him. So if you Ooh. want to send it over to me, yeah, let's roll in. For it. Roll on, right into recast and roll. Hit us I'm, with I'm it. I'm cutting him out. I, I thought he was like fine. You know, he was like kind of an angry, jolly friend, like angry at always trying to be defensive, just and stuff, trying to fong everything. I want to send this movie full crazy, and I know it was a little early for his time. He was just <laughs> up and coming at this in 2001. But I want to get Kevin Hart in that position. Ooh, <laughs> let's go. I, want some I like that. More jokes. I want some quick humor. I want him yelling at somebody, and I want him like not even having an English accent at all. Yes, him, his accent, <laughs> straight up American. <laughs> straight up American. I think that'd be funny. I dig that. That's a good one, Rudy. I'm all in. Yeah, this movie could use a little diversity too. TBH. Yeah, but but what a great movie to do that for. You know, yeah. like if you're trying to do an authentic medieval movie right. it wouldn't make as much but for this it's like who cares yeah the Just authenticity it. isn't the main concern I like that a lot <laughs> did you have one Nick? I did I do well you were torn between two the last time we talked I have several I could just share all of them <laughs> you could tell me which one's best and keep let's the hear. let's hear them the first one I thought of was really <laughs> obvious and it doesn't really improve the movie but you could swap <laughs> out perfect that's a I'm perfect for, recast of right for, there yeah. Was you could have, because I was like going more by like, oh, who's the weakest link, kind of. So I thought, oh, what's his name? Mark Addy? Roland? Okay. King Robert, whatever his name is. Um, Robert Baratheon? Yeah. I was the, saying the, you the could swap him King out with heads. Ricky Gervais. Mm. was like ah, my first yes. thought. Because, you know, he's got That'd the accent. Funny. But it's like, sort it's like this, it just like, it would just spice up that character a little bit. If you like just Ricky a little Gervais. Bit. The problem yeah. is Ricky Gervais, it's like you're either winning people or losing that's, people. Oh, that's true. No one no people that's either true. really like Ricky Gervais or they're all the way out on Ricky Gervais. I'm in the uh, the latter camp. Dodo and I thought of that I was like stuck on for a while, but it's just too weird. I was like, what if you cause he was still alive at the time and I and I'd hate to do this because it's my favorite character, but what if you swapped out Paul Batani with he was only a young fifty two at the time, David Bowie. Huh. You Ooh, could, a little more eloquent. You yeah. could have like his. He could go crazy with costumes because huh. you actually have a David Bowie song. Interesting. I don't you know. Have him perform the. But song. I was just He's thinking singing the, the song. But I was just. I mean, yes. that might. I don't know. 
I was just thinking like, oh, wouldn't it be great to have some like classic rock icons? You could even have like Keith Richards play like five different like homeless people, like just like a drunk somewhere. <laughs> or he could be like the king or whatever. But that actually that would be pretty funny. <laughs> but no, cut that out. Cut all those out. Keith Richards the... could be Heath Ledger's dad. Oh. Now we're getting some. He's also Jack Sparrow's dad. It's the same universe. No. <laughs> Separated years. by four hundred years. Yeah, it's the same. Although he said he drank from the Fountain thing of, of youth. life thing. So maybe I don't know. It's the same family. I, th- I think the, I think the best one I have is you should swap out. What's his name? James Purfoy. Swap him out, uh, Edward. Swap him out with Keanu Reeves. Ooh, Keanu. Because can't go wrong he, with that. No, he would have been a big name at the time. And just think about how well that role would age. Yeah, like you think about like people like discover like people discovering the movie and then like especially that scene where he's in the black robe and he just like you know what i mean like that just be incredible yeah. then you got the tie-in to bill and ted's excellent adventure the medieval scenes he could just be a time traveling ted could be a time traveling ted <laughs> think about it the only downside is there's only one movie i know of where keanu reeves does a british accent and it's the worst British <laughs> accent you have ever heard in your is life. Is that a <laughs> much ado? Dracula. Oh, Dracula. Look, no, look up Dracula. It's there's especially one scene, and and Anthony Hopkins is in it, and I think it's what makes it even funnier because Anthony Hopkins is obviously a really really good actor, and then it cuts to Keanu, and it's just it's like a high school level British accent. Doctor, you must understand. I doubted everything, even my mind. I was impotent with fear. I know. But, sir, I know where the bastard sleeps. I brought him there, to Carfax Abbey. The great thing about Anthony Hopkins, though, is he's a really good actor who is totally isn't afraid to just, like, ham it up. Like, in those Thor movies, you can yes. tell he is just, like, having the time of his life just being yeah. in a dumb movie for once. Uh. Disney He's a goofy guy. Disney money does yeah. strange things to people. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> the uh, but all the rationale you're giving for recasting Prince Edward is the same rationale that I was using because that's my recast ah. as well. I'm recasting that role, um, kind of like you're saying. I just feel like there's this big hype up to this guy who's the guy behind the mask, who's the guy behind the cloak, and then he takes you know the stuff off, and it's like this this nobody, right? I mean, Purfoy is that his name? Yeah. I, I don't right. I don't know that I could tell you right now off the top of my head another movie that that guy's in. Someone would say one probably and I'd sound dumb, but right now I can't. So I'm recasting that role and I want someone with a little more Wayne Knight. <laughs> Pizzazz. <laughs> I know I promised a Wayne Knight recasting and I was thinking about it for so long I just couldn't put it together. I wanted to put him in Roland, but I, I was oh. like, mm, he seems too goofy to fit He's that role. And then I was thinking, could he be Watt? But then it's like you have two fat guys, and so I oh. I just couldn't get Wayne Knight in it quite. But so I'm recasting Prince Edward, and who I'm putting in that role is George Clooney. Ooh, someone that hmm. someone that has you know looks like he's royal. He's, prin- he's princely. If someone someone looks royal, like it's George Clooney. That dude looks like he's some sort of you know princely kingly line. It would give you a little bit of a, a shock factor, I think. I guess maybe not at, in 2001, but at, even in 2001, he was still George Clooney. Um, 
when he, you know, half the thing is open, you can't really see who it is. And you're like, is that George Clooney? Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. And then later when he takes the hood off, later yeah. like, oh, it's George Clooney. Like, I think that would give you some much needed oomph to the movie. I like it. I like it. I think it's got potential. Has he done a British accent in anything? Clooney? No, he'd just be doing an American accent. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> the royalty talk like Americans. If I was a movie director, that'd be my one policy. No act. Nobody's doing any accents. You do what you were born with. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're not doing accents. It is funny with like the people who I guess I was thinking about it last time I was watching this movie is like I guess there's a lot of people that are supposed to be French, but they don't really try with that at all. Yeah. Miscellaneous questions. Of which I have several. <laughs> Rudy's got a bunch <laughs> lined up. Go ahead, Rudy. Okay. Start us off. Swing away. Right off the right off the bat. Okay. Uh Jocelyn. The beautiful woman that everyone's trying to woo. Uh, why is no one interested in her equally beautiful sister mm-hmm. slash handmaiden? handmaiden? <laughs> I was wondering the same exact thing. She's like, could could be a twin. Same no, exact like, thing. No one cares about her. No, I disagree. Watch the movie again. There's a little side thing with her and Roland. There is, but it's not like... It's true. I mean, if I was Heath Ledger, I think I'd be more interested in the handmaiden than in the lady. Yeah, and speaking of Heath Ledger, why does she think he's any less shallow than all the other guys who <laughs> like her just because she's beautiful? Because <laughs> that's like, really the only reason he likes her is just because she's beautiful. He did go exactly. through the like losing thing though. Yeah, uh, but it's just because he thinks she's hot. <laughs> like anytime he talks about her, it's because he thinks she's. It's just like my f- she's fox. attractive. Yeah. Wait, I wrote down like all his cheesy lines because she's playing hard to get. My question about Heath Ledger is. Is Heath Ledger only like the leader out of him and Roland and Watt? Is he the only the only reason he's like the guy who gets to put on the suit? Is it because he's more handsome? Because why I else? See that? Why wouldn't why wouldn't Watt be the guy that they're you know submitting into the <laughs> the uh, events or well, Roland? Roland's older. He's been around longer. I guess part of it is like no, that's a good question. But they did say that he used he would like practice. So, but again, like why was he the one doing that already? I don't. It's just because he's more handsome. You think Roland would be better at uh, jousting with his better center of gravity? Exactly. Exactly. Look at Heath Ledger in this movie. He's got some scrawny. He's sort of a scrawny dude. Nick, do you have any uh, <laughs> miscellaneous? I questions? didn't actually think of any miscellaneous questions. Oh, really? I, have, I have like miscellaneous like funny things I like just wrote Nick's down. Nick's watching the movie, and all I can think about is how perfect it. It's this so movie perfect. Has There's no no, flaws. no questions at all. I agree with your uh, comment about the. The sir, oh, lady in waiting. I don't know what the technical term is. That's actually a very common. <laughs> the thing. handmade. That's a very handmade. common thing on the internet. I've seen people debate that. Like, yo, they why did <laughs> <laughs> they should have just swapped those two actor actresses around? I think. So my thing always though too. This is another another big thing. I the blacksmith girl was like a very important middle school crush for me. Just like man, I don't know what, That's what it I'm was. Saying. <laughs> He could have gone with her as well. It goes, yeah. I understand it because I, f- I actually think that there's something, I mean, this isn't like why I like the movie, but I feel like it it probably hits on like a lot of like important, like there's like class, div- there's like class warfare. There's like even like feminist kind of like yeah. appeal because like, even like her, she's just like part of the guys and there's no love interest. And there's like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of like modern feminists yeah. would appreciate that. I don't know. She's, she's like just, Black Widow. Yeah. She's like ahead of its time. Part of the guys. Night's Tale, the wokest movie of the early two thousands. Well, let's wrap it up with our final question. 
Rudy, do I even have to ask? Is this a top 20 for you? Oof. This, is, I, this one, actually, no, Space Jam was probably the first. This is the second definitive no. <laughs> Hard no. On top 20. Not top 100. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. I don't think it no, makes. I don't I think care. it makes mine either. But the question is, it's where, okay. where exactly in the top twenty is it at for you, Nick? You know what? Now that I you say that, and I should have actually checked my official list that I have in my phone, because I remember we were talking Ooh. about this a while. And yeah. I don't remember. Yep, I it's like top. It's top five. <laughs> it's top five. He, I think I might bring ladies it down. and gentlemen. He has it in the top tier. It's on the <laughs> wow. list at number three. It's no, it's a tier. It's, it's in the tier, it's but you still like, put it on the it list at number there. three. It was it the third one that came into your mind. <laughs> I probably wow. might move it out of there. It might be tier two or three at this point. It's like, no, don't don't retract your opinions, man. Stand by them. Well, it's clearly top twenty. Is yeah. to answer that question for me. I, See, I just I, I love that though because that just like the diversity of people like this movie would never even make my top 100 <laughs> but the fact that you love it like that's just awesome that there are people that have like such yeah. different views that could like hey Rudy keep that same energy when we're going over my top 20 list and you want to slander me <laughs> for having uh, certain movies in there I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the tape on this segment and uh, bring it back. Have you done any movie? Wait, maybe it was Inception. Have you done any movie that was in everybody's top twenty? Ooh, I don't think so. Oh. I don't think we've had a unanimous top twenty or or maybe maybe we have. Uh, was Iron Man? Iron Man's not in your top twenty, no. is it, Elijah? No. Hunt for the Avengers. Wilder. Hunt for the Wilder People, maybe. Like I think that after seeing movie, Hunt the for the Wilder that right after their, your podcast. Yeah, it's really good. I think after seeing that one, I feel like we were all like, Oh yeah, this is in my top twenty. National Treasure, maybe did we all have National Treasure? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably that it. That could have been yeah. the one. Maybe not Sean. I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to do some research and get back to you. Well, uh Nick, thanks for coming on the pod this week. It was a blast. It was a good time. Thanks for stepping into sure. you had big shoes to fill for Sean. Yeah. But uh I think you did a, did a fine job. Thanks for having me. And, and thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks oh, for being yeah. a dedicated of listener. <laughs> From the jump. I can, the I, jump. Can say, I can definitely say, too, that uh, he definitely likes voices. And you could say <laughs> you, have a, you have a dedicated, she hasn't missed one yet. You have a five-week-old baby yes. girl that listens every week. I think she likes voices, and we just play, and she, she, does, she goes right, right to sleep. Oh. That that <laughs> absolutely terrifies me though to think that my voice is going straight into <laughs> fresh fresh slate of a mind of a baby. That's like all, new leagues of pressure. No, you're like saying that's a bad thing. No, for a baby that's a good thing. You said <laughs> put her to sleep. It's like if you're over the age of twenty, you get put to sleep. That's a bad thing. But, it's a but baby. Nick, there's no, there have been no case studies on what happens when you subject a child to. Un- uninterrupted loose concept. <laughs> no. That's right. <laughs> we don't know what could anything her, could happen. Or she maybe it's good. To the Antichrist. Her movie taste may just be just off the wall. She's gonna have all kinds of weird takes later. I'm like, where did, yep. you, where did that she'll come be from? four year a four year old walking around? Transformers three is a true true classic <laughs> of a movie. <laughs> it just needs Nick Cage. I'm just gonna have to prepare myself if she doesn't like Knight's Tale. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, Before we go, Rudy, do you want to announce our film for next week on Loose Concept? We will be discussing Snatch with Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, classic. Jason Statham. um, A whole slew of uh, actors. Guy Ritchie-directed British movie. So 
We'll be breaking that one down. Special shout out to Sean. We miss you this week, dog. Hope you're uh, you, dog. staying, staying sa- safe on vacation in uh, Wear a mask. Djibouti or wherever you are off the Madagascar. <laughs> Way off the, the charted territories. Um, well, thank you, everyone. Do you know your line? Are you gonna, Nick, are you going to be able to fill in, fill in Sean's closing line? No, I don't know. His, I don't remember. Keep I'm not it conceptual. Tr- Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> he never. Nick Nick clearly doesn't I listen clearly all the way to the end of the pod. <laughs> the final sign off. Everyone, remember to always, most importantly, keep it loose. Keep it loose. Keep it conceptual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. You can cut that pause down a bit. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Leave it in. <laughs> I'm a little bit bummed though. You know, I thought we were gonna add some money for this. I don't believe a lady has to explain anything to a man this ugly. What was that? A rig football C4, sir. What's your record for consecutive questions asked? In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> Hope you get a lot of work, holidays included. Dance yourselves into beautiful nervous breakdowns.